I, I do believe I'm on Cacophony Island. You are. You are. You are. How are you? How are you? How are you? I'm well, thank you. I'm reading a comic book that my new um, lover left me called Ask Me About Polyamory. Okay, is that like the one where they show you where you come from as a kid and that, like, where do I come from? Is it the same kind of comic? Is that the same kind of truth? No, um, okay, um, so there's lots of different stuff. It's based on real world. So it's got two figures here. There's a guy um, drinking a cup of tea. He says um, to his female friend, do you ever feel like you don't have enough time to deeply connect to all of your partners And you need to keep some relationships at a surface level. And she says, having less time encourages me to connect to people more um, efficiently. Instead of floating around in the (laughs) autopilot routines that I tend to get stuck in when I'm I'm just with one person. And seeing my partners love other people makes me remember that love isn't a finite resource. It helps me to notice that true depths of the de- uh, the true depths of the deep well of love within myself. Um, and she goes on to say, when that's happening, time becomes less relevant. When all my guards are down and I'm letting my heart be open, all I need is one moment to deeply connect to anyone. So, some pretty optimistic stuff there. Um, I tell you what horrifies me, Trudy, is the pictures of like when they're talking about the how they deal with multiple people in a bed. You know me, like I came down and stayed with you. I don't do this well. Is, this is starting to sound, smell like apple and cinnamon, just letting you know. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. That's like, that's the most, like, that's very optimistic. Other stuff is more like a bit more realistic, but um, yeah, like they're, they're talking about the struggles of, like they've got four people in bed and then they've got little kind of quips in there about that. Like, so, so it's, you, not, it's not all apples. Is, it, is it like the Watchtower? Do you have to pay for this comic book or <laughs> is it free? <laughs> well, I was lent it. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Um, so one, like we've got four people in bed. Hey, quit stealing the blanket. Someone else. Um, I don't even want the blanket. I'm so overheated right now. (laughs) And then somebody's, and then the next person's like, I want my back, I want my back covered, but not my feet. You're both too tall. And and then uh, maybe we all need, maybe we all need our own blanket. Um, And then I know you're sweating all over me. (laughs) So, So yeah, that's um, something yeah that those are those are my like i can i can't even sleep with one person like sleep in bed and like stay asleep yeah i'm with the blanket fan club like I, everyone's got their own blanket oh yeah and I absolutely two, and one has to go snugly between my legs and the other one goes around me just right that's the way it is otherwise i can't sleep Mm-hmm. well i've i've upped the ante i've been searching for the perfect like pillow like i have to have the pillow between my legs as well, maybe as well as the blanket or instead of the blanket, it's just like finding the perfect kind of shape um, for, for ultimate comfort. But mm. um, I used to use a heavy latex pillow, but it started crushing my foot. 
<laughs> so now I'm using a more fluffy pillow. But yeah, absolutely. That is to say, I completely agree. Um, Brad and I had our own, our own dunas, yep. our own blankets, and um, yeah. You can always stick your arm out if you really need that cuddle. You know, you can just like stick your hand in there. That's right. Yeah. It's like little igloos meeting in the sun. You know. Absolutely. You can sort of overlap. You can create like a duvet overlap. You know, like where one kind of like goes (laughs) over the other. So when you need, when you want to combine your warmth nesses, yeah, there there are there are many ways. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm be... with the multiple blanket crew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we we never got to the subscription fee for this comic book. They're <laughs> making you read. <laughs> it'll cost you. And is there a it'll cost you later? Two, it'll cost you two fingers. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh that's terrible. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, I'm over it. Oh. <laughs> evil woman, evil woman. Oh, guess what? I rang you because I have an actual song to sing you. Oh. And it's for um, Donald. It's for Miss Honey. Oh. I can't forget the day we spent together. When you took me to that place I've never been Somewhere so warm mm-hmm. But now I don't understand the way You left me so cold You were always so beautiful And simply cool with elegance That left the masses trembling at your feet a stunning exterior with unmistakable grace and charm such a facade but you are my loneliness now my gentle captive with a passion of fire and a heart of ice you are my loneliness now I'm trapped within my brokenness. Mm-hmm. You are my loneliness now. My gentle captive with a passion of fire and a heart of ice. You are my loneliness. And I'm down on my knees and I'm begging you not to leave. Wow. Yeah. I feel like um when I've been playing um Superstar by the Carpenters, like and that's just so you know those kinds of feels mm. broken hearted feels. Yeah. Um, you know, wanting someone who doesn't want you back. Yeah, I've been moved there multiples on. of times, so I think that's part of the human condition is mm-hmm. that unrequitedness. Mm. It hurts like a bitch. And, you know, even if someone just doesn't have enough space for you at the moment, being just the same way, you know, yep. gender types, uh-huh. um, you know, you've really got to be able to know when people are switching off to you so you can go, all right, 
I need to get in my little corner for a little bit. That's exactly what I'm experiencing at the moment with my paramour because um, I'm not sure if he's aware of it or not. I don't think he's aware of it, but I'm I'm pretty sure he's vibing with his flatmate who's just moved in and they uh, were research buddies before and she's um, kind of following on from the the research that he did that he's been quite successful in and gotten a good job and all that and um, I could just feel when he withdrew the moment he withdrew because he was like he didn't check back in with me for a long time via um, like the messenger and like for a whole like I sent him something at 1 30 and I didn't hear back till the next day and I got a bit but it's I mean he and I are good because we're we we you know I just discuss it with him. I don't shame him about it. And so it's all cool. But um, I could, even though I don't think he may not be vibing with her, but he's just the energy that's going into, you know, connecting with someone when they come into your space, you know, and like being, having that enthusiasm for the similar, you know, like subject matter and all those things. Like I can already feel there's, like less in the bank, like for me than mm. there was before she moved in and having to come to terms with that is, yeah, it's weird. And I felt just like, um, I was like, I got, I wasn't, I was, I wasn't in that kind of scarcity mindset for the first two dates. And I was just kind of myself and I had a lot more fun and last night we had a great night. We went out to the movies. We came back here, you know. Um, um, but I actually, I don't, I feel like sort of empty because I think I was like playing more, playing more of a role because of a bunch of different circumstances, including watching that turned on documentary. I now feel afraid, like feel very like, I want to hold on to his time more tightly. You know, I feel afraid of not being good enough and therefore losing what I have, you know, which mm. is just the worst way to approach it. But it just kind of snuck up on me. Mm. <laughs> and um, One avalanche from hell. Yes. Right oh, great. Um, such is the... Put them in a bucket, anyone? You know what? I run a course. I run a course, especially for moments like this. It's called bucket kicking for professionals. Oh, do tell. Yes, I hope, well, I hope it's as affordable as the Watchtower. It's free. It's free, actually. No subscription. No subscription needed. Oh, not even it's two fingers. Free. No, no, couldn't even be bothered. Um, <laughs> what we do is we line up a bunch of buckets, old ratty ass buckets, mm-hmm. and we kick them until you get it right. <laughs> until you just get it right. And you won't get it right the first time because buckets are fucking tricky things to tricky fuckers to kick oh. properly. Mm. I tell you what, you got to do a good job of it. How do you know you've kicked a, puck, a bucket properly? Well, depends on how many do overs you do, but <laughs> generally it starts to crack up, and then you do less cracking up because the bucket's doing the cracking up for you. Right. So yeah. you, it's like half most of the water's gone before you even kick it. What water? <laughs> no, the glass isn't half empty. It's all the way empty. We have to put water in buckets because then we have to clean up said spills once the bucket gets hole in it. No, you don't know how this bucket kicking fiasco Clearly. is. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs>
no business in buckets. <laughs> I got no truck with buckets. No, I I got truck with buckets. Hit, hit, um, hook me up. Tell me how. Tell do tell. How does this bucket thing work? So if you don't have any liquid in the bucket, it seems. I, yeah, I don't know whether it be easier or harder to kick. But what's the purpose of kicking a bucket if it's empty? You there? Oh, I think we just. Oh, good. We took a segue and it did. It didn't cut me off. Dealing with the telemarketer, and he actually took no for an answer. That's got to be a first. Hang on. Sing hallelujah. Hallelujah. Singing hallelujah. <laughs> hey, energy connect. They, they, they awesome. let you go after the first no. I I usually say as soon as they tell it's a um telemarker I say look I I know like what you're doing is a, a terrible job and I'm sorry you have to be doing it but mm-hmm. you're not I'm the answer what whatever it is that you're going to say my answer's still going to be no 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 why don't and, you get a and job normally, like like they often like will just hang up on me before I finish that statement mm. I don't know why why they make you waste your time and go through script when people are obviously not interested because it just because somebody's willing to pay them for it and they're desperate like the people who are doing it. Um, no, I mean I've done telemarketing before and the script was fucking terrible and oh, I was yeah. like, I've got a better way of doing this and I can get more yeses in the hour by following not following script by knowing when people are a hard no straight away by the tone of their voice or by, you know, some shit going on in the background, whatever. Uh, you know when people aren't going to talk to you and pushing just makes it bad for the company you're repping. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I did that job for all of like a week and a half until I went, no, nah, you can fire me because I'm not going to follow you. She's good. I, I got roped into that through a job agency that they mm-hmm. basically Same. just forced me into it and I I only lasted a week um it's so so awkward as well I couldn't hear like it's when I realized that my I was a bit deaf because I was just like with every set of headphones I'm like I can't hear I can't I really can't hear properly I can't hear what they're saying and I'm covering up my ears and I'm trying to drown out the other noise and I just yeah and I was like okay so I yeah I just went to them and like I said, I, I can't do it. I can't hear. There's something wrong with my hearing. Um, and I don't know, back then I was able to get out of it without a medical certificate or whatever. But um, I was pretty terrible at it. And um, uh, and also I was really bad with the office culture. So I was like dressed really badly for the whole week. This is typical. This is such a Lulu thing to do, right? So Monday to Thursday, I'm underdressed. And then on Friday, I'm like, I'm really going to make an effort. <laughs> casual Friday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was my introduction to casual Friday. Go Lulu Island. Go Lulu Island. Go Lulu. Go Island. Go I was home. so excited. I was in some grey pantsuit thing that I'd bought from Target. You know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to say, whatever it takes to focus off your face. <laughs> uh, you like my dress? Oh, you so know where many... that was from, liar, liar, right? 
so many awkward times in offices. I don't like offices. Offices don't like me. I have Do an they? allergy to offices and filing specifically. I prefer sure. more of an organic approach to filing. I'm going to read from the book of um, polyamory. Okay. Oh, the... please. Oh, I haven't got the subscription fee right <laughs> Okay. Uh, troubleshooting transitions and taking care of yourself. That's the chapter. Um, okay. This redheaded chick says, ever since we were talking about transitioning to a platonic relationship, Vaya and I have been having the most loving, heart exploring, passionate sex ever. And then the chick with the black hair says, so what's the problem? Um, we don't have a label for what we're doing or a plan about what to be doing next. Oh, and then no the other chick says, so what's the problem? And then the redheaded chick says, I don't know what's going to happen. And the blackhead says, so what's the problem? Redhead chick says, I need to control the future. And the blackhead chick says, good luck with that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm hyperventilating just from <laughs> read this thing. I'm glad I can't see it. The damage would be doubly worse. Uh, yeah. Oh, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? I was what? talking to Robert Rowe. Robert Rowe's a really cool musician guy on Facebook from Dandenong in Victoria. Mm-hmm. And I like his band Motor Man and his new band is called Janet and the Dammits. Anyway. Oh, that's I, a great I, name. Yeah, yeah, and it's great music too. And Robert Rose is a great writer. And Janet um he's and got Janets. some got got some Janet and Dammits. <laughs> um he's got some chops. So he's gonna write me a guitar riff so that I can get out of this funk of having no melodies and he's gonna write me a guitar riff, I'm gonna sing something over it. You just do what I do and steal something from Katy Perry. No, buggy that. I've got actual <laughs> songwriters to do the hard things for me. I'll, I'll get someone good to write. No, I'm, to I'm write getting this. But she's, she's paid for the songwriters already and then she's taken their stuff and then I take it from her. So it's like, it's like, it's like I'm getting it from songwriters. It's just through, just through an extra person. But it is kind of like having to buy your weed through, you know, like your friend, friend's 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 friend. So maybe, maybe I should find some of these. Like, what do you call them, songwriters? Listen, this is why I call myself condensation because we're all just a measure of what's come before, and it's kind of all recycled and mushed in together. Our influences, and mm. we just distill it out into whatever product we're, whatever content we're making, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be songs or art or just mess. You know, like people can make. Um, abominable messes professionally mm-hmm. um, I've been known to do so myself mm-hmm. and um, I don't know just forgot where I was up to right then I, I probably shouldn't have like gone uh-huh agree I was going uh-huh because I've been in professional messes as well like where I've um, often where I have uh, overestimated my ability in some way <laughs> <laughs> You know when you're trying to cook something in a hurry and you make the biggest mess because you're just splashing stuff everywhere and leaving all the chopping discards on the countertop and all the... Well, yeah, more like, I don't know, putting on shows, like, or no, a lot of children's stuff, like being paid for doing children's stuff and thinking that I would know how to do it, but actually 
not knowing how to do it and kind of making a mess of it. Done that with face painting and art workshops when I was younger. It's um, all right. Kids are like goldfish. They don't remember this stuff. Yeah, I'm sure I didn't emotionally scar them. Just just their parents who paid for the workshops. Um, <laughs> or, the, or had to line up for my painfully slow face painting or whatever it was. But, yeah, oh, I remember. Here's another embarrassing Louise work moment. It's like, um, so I, I got this job as a hair novelty hair artist by these like super professional face painting people that were like trying to bring their stuff up to up to Brisbane and uh, I found out about them through my um childcare job uh and yeah somehow managed to get my way into a job like without an interview um and that was a big mistake for them (laughs) they sent me the outfit there was this clown outfit and then I, uh, so the first time I washed it, I didn't realize like that, like I just put it in a bucket and soaked it or something. Anyway, all the clown colors melded together oh. and I was just so not, with it. and then I didn't have an <laughs> iron. So I turned up to this gig, which was like filling in for someone uh, at the last minute with an outfit where all the colors had blend, bled into the other colors of the clown outfit. And like, and I, and my my thing was all wrinkled and everybody else's was all nice and just generally a pretty shoddy job of this like the novelty hair didn't really you're supposed to have all your own because it was like the face painters were the professional professionals but the novelty hair people were kind of like you know a step down you know it didn't really matter like yeah but um I could do a great job of it now like some zip ties and uh, pipe cleaners and like I could do some, I could do some very cool stuff. Um, I actually had a chick who was prepared to kind of um, mentor me in it, but like a dickhead, I I didn't take her up on it. And um, because I I don't think she was, um, I think she was too nice a person and not um, dismissive of me and therefore didn't like um, appeal enough to my self-loathing to form a friendship. Okay, that was a big, long, long run-on sentence. <laughs> and from that I got that you're spewing you didn't know more about novelty hair doing. Uh, I'm, I'm spewing that I was uh, like, yeah, I, I'm the thing I'm spewing about the most, like I'm embarrassed about turning up to work like that, but the thing I'm spewing about the most is moments when like decent, nice, real people like invited me into their lives and could have, would have helped me but because I, it wasn't exciting enough, like for some reason in the past, I sort of, I don't know. I, I, I'm more sought out people that I, it was harder for me to have friendships with. I don't know. Um, you know, if someone didn't like me, it was a sure way that I would try to pursue a friendship with them. Mm. <laughs> and so she was someone nice. And so I just didn't, I didn't follow up. I didn't. Like, and I'm spewing that I, that I didn't, because not only do I think she could have taught me cool things about novelty hair, but I think she probably would have been a, a nice friend. Hmm. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm spewing about. But I, I've, I've got good friends now. I don't know if you've heard of this person, Trudy Noel Fielding. She's in this band called Condensa- uh, called um, Confession and Denial. 
all yes. one word epicenter yes, at the, the end band, the band yeah, with all the she's... silent members yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah silent members it's like penises um uh, quiet penises um yeah it's, she's my friend she hasn't dumped me yet despite everything oh that's the most marvelous segue anyone's ever given me <laughs> She ain't dumped me yet. She ain't dumped me yet. Uh, that might Just... go in the that might go in my punk emo song. It's called Emo Loves You. Um, yeah, oh, tickle me emo. Uh, tickle me emo. Yeah, tickle me emo. Should so. we should we finish off with another book from the um from the Church of um? Oh, do we really? Poly- <laughs> polyamory. Go on. Okay, another chick with black hair and a chick with red hair but different people um black hair chick most people think that if a relationship ends it was a failure like the point of the relationship isn't what you learn or what's happening in the moment like the point of the relationship is just to die together but i don't want forever to be my goal i want to appreciate you here now for however long you're beside me oh and the red-headed chick says nothing but looks kind of like happy at the end. So. Okay. So I think the lesson in this is that if you want someone to truly love you in the moment, stop talking. Like for good. (laughs) That'd make them love me forever. (laughs) You and me both. (laughs) Uh, all right let's make all these people who are listening love us and stop talking now oh no bugger that i could go on and on for days on and on for days right now because i'm so fucking flat chat bored Um, well then call me on facetime after all right she don't want to be on anchor no more no we're at we're nearly at 30 minutes people will be that's all right they'll let us switch off okay well we can keep talking what do you want to talk about I don't know. How's the weather in Botswana? Um, Botswana be better? <laughs> All right, then. I'll let you go. <laughs> what? Can you tell I've got nothing? Nothing. I can tell. See, we should have stopped before. No, because then we wouldn't have had this awkward ending. <laughs> I think I think we should I think we should end like still from Stephen Cobaron. Is it Stephen Cobaron? Oh no, Craig. Anyway, talk show host. Awkward pause. How awkward was that pause? I hope you didn't wake there too long. I hope it went dun dun dun. Yeah, yeah. All right. Bye. So Heath has just done an article on letting you go, the the video clip. And um, if you want to read it, you can go. I hope the link fits in. The last three times I've tried to do this, the link didn't fit in. But it's MHS Music Blogger. Uh, if you want to go to Heath's blog. Even if we went to an address, you're coming. But just a quick funny before we do that. Um, 
and this is a little personal I suppose but it's not really uh, because of the medication I'm on I'm lactating again and my two and a half year old Fiona who you all know Fiona she um, noticed that there's milk in my breasts and she was squeezing them and saying oh milk I said yes and I said you used to drink from mummy's boobies when you were little she goes no and she wouldn't believe us. It was so funny. She rolled her eyes and made all these facial expressions. And Emma was saying, yeah, you used to drink from mummy's boobies when you were a little baby. Not. She won't have a bar of it. Not. Not happening. She never used to, she reckons. So I thought that was funny. And I just thought you might get a laugh out of it. One of the support workers who comes to help me... Um, live my life to full capacity uh, she's pretty new but her brother is called Eamon Dilworth and they both play jazz instruments and they play on this and it's really good Lebowski or Lukowski by nature I think the track was called but um, yeah small small world I was telling her about my Spotify and she told me about her brother's Spotify so I've been listening and they've been listening to mine so yay